This is Daily Hebrew Declarations with Daniel Jedediah Cook, and I'm reading the declaration for today, August the 28th, 2020. The three Hebrew letters we're honoring today are Chet, Zadi Final, and Resh. Along with those three living letters, we're also honoring the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of knowledge, and the spirit of counsel. The declaration today reads this, Like a great archway, so is the invitation to pursue a new and miraculous path beyond current borders. Priests of righteousness standing with arms lifted upward in praise, living as glorious light beings with a higher consciousness in the image of Yahweh. I love the way that Michelle starts off today's declaration, especially talking about Chet, because it brings out a whole new perspective to the living letter Chet. Because it begins talking about this place of like a great archway. You know, it's like a portal or a door that's standing right before you. And as you're looking at that door, you realize that that door is a is a pathway or portal, uh, a an invitation, if you will. And I love that, the way she describes that. An invitation to pursue a new and miraculous path beyond the current borders. You see, the borders that are up around that, that portal or that gateway is that place of being inside of something or moving from outside of something inside of something. So again, you've got this, this place of what do you see? How do you see it? Which way are you looking at, for, at it from? Are you looking at it from being on the inside, moving towards something that's on the outside? Or are you looking at as it, as it being something from the outside and you're moving inside or are you moving from one inside to another inside i know we can go we can go all kinds of crazy ways but the whole idea behind this is just that it's a portal into something new it's a path into something new and a miraculous path beyond the current borders of where you are to me this begins to remind me a lot of of a chet and a samak Samek or Samek is a, another one of the Hebrew living letters that really talks about a fence or a boundary, just like Chet in its literal meaning also talks about a tent wall, both of which are boundaries. But yet, as you look at them, you begin to see that there is something beyond just there being a boundary or a fence or a wall. It's just like our children when they're growing up. You think about it, we, you know, many as parents, we want to have a fenced in backyard. We want to have a place for our children to have the freedom to be able to roam and yet be protected at the same time, especially as they're growing and they're maturing, that they don't always understand that there may be cars in the road and running out or balls that get kicked out into the road or that sort of thing. And we want to protect them because they're not always thinking about things like that. And so a fence or a boundary allows them to be free, but yet still having them inside of a protected area. And so there's a there's a place where there's an understanding of that maturity level. And, and sometimes to a child that may seem restricting, but is it? No, it's freedom, freedom inside of that area. But we don't always see it that way. Again, what do you see? How do you see it? And then Yahweh began to speak to me, particularly about another boundary or fence. And that was the boundary and the fence of my own skin. You see, I began to see, sometimes we think about ourselves as having limitations, 
and limitations in what we can do and how we can do it. Because I, I use the excuse, well, I'm, I'm only human. Well, that's a, there's another way of looking at that. It's more than just being a boundary or a fence. Because one day Yahweh began to, to have me look onto the inside of myself. And part of the reason I was looking, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm just going to shoot it straight like it, like it was, but because when I started looking, it was because I kept hearing something over and over and over again that bothered me. And, and believe it or not, I don't know why it bothered me so much, except that I kept hearing people talk about, well, Yahweh has said that I'm going to rule and reign galaxies and, and, and cosmoses and all this other stuff. And the way that they talked about it, and or at least the way that I understood the way they were talking about it, almost seemed as if that they had their own world and out in the cosmos somewhere where they were the ones ruling and reigning in that place. And I agreed with it, but yet there was something that just, I don't know, it just wasn't, it seemed like there was more than just that. And one day I began to think about it. I, I've spent 22 years in the medical field. And so I've got some some medical training and so on that has helped me to understand a few things. And one day I was thinking about the way that my cells are made up and about all the different parts of my cells, the, you know, the nucleus, the mitochondria, the cell wall. There you go. There's another fence or boundary. The the everything that works and, and, and allows the cell itself to be able to work. And then the process of how oxygen actually gets into the cell so that the cell has fuel, cell has the ability to, to, to use something and and then be able to grow and to create and to do. And then it releases its its waste product, which is carbon dioxide and that whole process of how all that works. And I began to think about it. Because as I began to look at the cell and all the different components in that cell, I began to realize that my cell was a galaxy. It had a nucleus. It had a place where there was, if you will, a spinning around the, the center of that of that galaxy. And I began to see that all the different parts of my cell were like planets that were operating inside of that galaxy. I'd spent a lot of time digging into a lot of, of techie stuff. I love, uh, Yahweh had to have me looking into the cosmos and understanding of the cosmos. I love Einstein's theory of relativity and, and the, the process about how, the, how all that works. And it, it really began to help teach me. I got saved all over again, just learning about Einstein's theory of relativity because it, it opened up doors and seeing things that just was out of this world, pun intended there. But as I began to, to look at this place of my cell, you know, one of the things that science has discovered is that at the center of every galaxy, every known galaxy that has, especially a spiral galaxy, there's always a supermassive black hole or a black hole at the center of that galaxy. It allows the spin that, that your every galaxy is seen by. And they, they thought that black holes were, were actually one of those things that were very rare and then discovered that, like I said, that these galaxies, every galaxy that they found had these black holes in the center. And I know many times we think about a black hole as being evil or bad or wrong. But hold on a minute. Let's look at it from a slightly different perspective. Because when we start talking about the place of darkness, <clears throat> darkness not only is a place, 
You know, can it be a place of evil? Yes, but I'm not talking about that. There's also another Hebrew word that talks about darkness, and that's koshek. Koshek is a place of unrevealed light. Ian Clayton and several others have talked about this place of darkness. Apostle Aaron Smith, that's where I began to learn about koshek myself. And, and I began to realize that this is a place of riddles, mysteries, and secrets. The treasures of Almighty Yahweh are hidden inside of this darkness. And it's for us as sons to go in to uncover these things and then bring them out into the light. Well, what do you mean by that, brother? It is the glory of God to conceal a matter and it is the glory of kings to search it out. Well, there you go. Koshek is this place where we go in and search out and then bring it out into the light. As I was beginning to think about this, the black hole began to represent Koshek to me. Well, at the center of every single black hole is a singularity. The only way that science has been able to, 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 do, to really uh, talk about or, or describe a, a singularity at the center of a black hole is that it is, it is 100% pure light. Light that has been compressed down to the point of being full matter, so strong and dense of a matter that it literally causes the, a, a place of the stopping of time. It's, it's almost like it's a stop point in the middle of time itself where we're in a black hole that, that you can see from the beginning to the end of time, if there is such, uh, by, by standing on that center of the black hole. Well, as Yama began to describe that to me and as I began to see that, I began to look more intently at that singularity in the center of the black hole. And what I saw was the throne of Almighty Yahweh sitting there and I was seated together with him in that heavenly place on the center of the black hole of every one of my cells and I began to realize when Yahweh's word goes forth and goes forth into all the earth the galaxies that I'm learning to rule and reign are the galaxies of my own cell this is the place of righteousness where we lift up our hands in praise <laughs> 